All right, guys, joining us on Smish Radio for the first time, our next guest has picked up seven back-to-back wins in the UFC in just two years. Now ranked number eight in the division after an impressive TK win over Edson Barbosa. He now ushers into the Giga era and talks about what's next. Giga Chigazi, <laughs> welcome to Smish Radio, or should we call it the Giga Show, man? <laughs> Let's call it Giga Show. I like that. <laughs> Now, uh, Giga, you just got back from Georgia yesterday. Uh, break it down for us, man. What's it like going home after such a big win? Uh, is Georgia officially man. Giga country? <laughs> it's absolutely. It's been a Giga country for the day one. You know, there are some fighters, but uh, it's it's been my place. Uh, you know, if you if you take a look, I'm the only one who represents fully Georgia inside UFC. You know, I don't have any other country flag next to me and uh, feel like a, a typical Felicity boy, Felicity grow up, Georgian guy uh, who's really proud Georgian. Man, but after this fight, everything turned turned uh, in completely different, like feeling it's crazy there when I went there, like from the beginning, once I arrived in the airport from the time. It's been really crazy, man. The People love. are like recognizing you on the street. Women running up to you, trying to take photos. Yeah, man. Like since the since the airport, like people people being like they pretty much like they were driving from with me, like with a bunch of different cars next to me behind my car, and uh, was singing the songs and taking the pictures and. Signatures were asking. It's been like this for a whole two weeks. You know, and all the programs were calling me to go there, and I was turning them down because I didn't really have the time. Oh, wow. um, uh, sports minister, the mayor, and all the different like political guys were calling me to hang out and ask some different things. And like, it, it's been really nice. Yeah, I was going to say, so do you, do you like that kind of stuff? Because obviously the more that you fight, uh, you know, one day if you're like fighting for a world title in the UFC, like it's only going to be even more and more. And I know some fighters, it's like they like it on the rise up and then they just kind of get sick of it. At, at what stage are you at the moment? Yeah, so I was saying that uh, when, when you uh, grow up in Georgia, you see it every month or something like some, uh, some athletes like uh, judo wrestlers win the games or somebody become Olympic champion or some you know, soccer game they win in different countries and when, once they came coming back all Georgian fans go in the airport to meet them and uh, it's like really special love they show so that's how I grow up and I was uh, fighting karate I won world championship I became a kickboxing world, world title holder and uh, in Georgia, it didn't really change much for me, you know. So I was, it, it was always a dream of mine to get that type of uh, special attention and special treat. And fin- finally, we got that. Definitely, I'm enjoying this and I'm having my moment. And uh, I love every second of it. So let's get to the the big win, man, because you made a statement win against Edson Barbosa at UFC Vegas 35. And then you wanted to be the backup for this Volkanovski-Brian Ortega fight this weekend at UFC 266. Break it down for us, man. What happened? Why didn't they uh, allow you to be the backup? 
So they said first yes, uh, and they told me that if you want to do that, you're more than welcome. You can come down and cut the weight. I started to cut weight. I didn't really enjoy the Georgian uh, cuisine <laughs> fully, and I was uh, I was already cutting weight. And uh, before I came back, my manager called me and uh, he said that the fight is kind of happening, so we don't really need to push body to uh, do all this craziness. UFC already knows that you want to do it. Uh, they respect it, and um, we'll see, man. I, I they know that I'm a, I'm a game uh, anytime, so I don't think they're gonna call me, and uh, that's what we heard. Uh, otherwise, I would be still cutting weight, but huh. I only have a little bit of time to enjoy. So um, I'm enjoying with the family now. Yeah, but I'm training, you know, I'm training, whatever happens, uh, something special. I only agree on the fights which will be special fights, you know, I don't, I don't look backwards, I look forward, I want to move forward. I'm the fast-growing fighter and um, I'm not even two years so far in UFC and having seven fight wins. Yeah, I just want to run it faster. Yeah, yeah, of course. Out of curiosity, what do you think of the fight this weekend? Who do you think wins between uh, Alex and uh, Brian Ortega? Yeah, that's a good fight. Really interesting. Uh, uh, looks like uh, Brian did a big change after his loss. And uh, we could clearly see in Korean Zombies fight that he grew up and uh, he's a much better fighter. But somehow it something tells me that uh, Alex is going to win the fight. He's, I believe he's a more non-breaker, non-breakable guy. And we've seen what happened a little bit to, the, to Brian Wilmans. Alex Olkanovsky is such an incredible champion and he's really being able to go on such a great streak in the UFC. What, what do you think of him as the champion? Um, and how do you kind of compare Alex to the previous champions in the division? Do you think he could be one of the best champions the division has seen? I don't think so. I think he lost the last fight. I think he lost uh, with uh, Max his last fight. Uh, but um, yeah, he, he's a good fighter. He's very, very strong fighter. Uh, but for me, the champion today is Max. That's all I can say about it. Because of that, do you have a preference who you face? Uh, you know, when you get that title shot eventually, and do you, who do you think you sort of, I guess, match up better with? Uh, I think Max would be even easier fight for me. I know that uh, I know the weaknesses of Max more. I didn't really study much, Alex. Uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, he's such short fighter. I mean, uh, I'm gonna have a lot of advantage. This is what I believe. You know, I know that a lot of people are gonna say this and that, but I think that's a great matchup for both of the guys. I know you mentioned how uh, for you, Max won that second fight. What do you think about this notion that Alex might have to fight? Max for a third time and the UFC possibly giving Max a third title shot against him. Are you for that or do you believe that Max should fight somebody else first and that that 
third fight shouldn't happen so soon if Alex beats Ortega. Max and Yair was scheduled before, right? And yeah. Then Yair, Max pull out because of injury. Yair didn't fight me. He was asked to fight. Me. Uh, I believe Max need to fight me to go to title shot next time. No one really wants to see the Max and Alex again and again and again. I'm the new dog in the division, and uh, I've been proving with my. Uh, kicks and punches that I'm the real deal, you know, I don't, I don't talk without no reason, I'm not a dreamer, and I say I'm going to knock the people out, I'm, I knock the people out, you know, so, uh, I believe I deserve this fight, since it, uh, Max was already scheduled before about this fight, now it's time for me to get uh, a big fight like Max, so, I'm ready to do it. Yeah, I was going to say you called out Max after your last fight, but there hasn't been any response. Are you surprised there? There hasn't really been much, much word. And what, what is what is the latest? I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I want I want to get this fight as soon as possible. Like somebody asked him on interview, and uh, in interview he did not uh, he did not. Uh, really give much. He said that, oh, we'll see what happens. I know the Giga guy. And I and I, I really kicked uh, at success. And now it's time to hear something what's going to be from him. He's, he's worried about it. I want to fight him. And uh, if I was him, I would take the fight with Giga. What, what is your message to Max if he sees this interview? What's your message to him if he sees sort of uh, if he if he does end up checking this out, I mean, uh, I know he's a champion, and for me, you know, he's a people's champ. Uh, I think he won his last fight, so that's a fight to happen. You know, I'm the I have a seven win win streak, and I'm a very busy guy with the fights. I always take short notice, long notice, whatever fight is, I'm taking the fight. And he need to fight me. There's a fight to happen. You know. People, people want to see this fight. Yeah, you beat Edson Barbosa, who is an incredible striker. And people just need to go to watch your highlight reel of knockouts. I mean, some unbelievable stuff that you've been able to achieve in your karate and kickboxing career. But what do you see the fight between you and Max going like? And do you believe that the majority of it will take on take place on the feet? <clears throat> uh, he said he's the best boxer, right? I know I'm the best striker, so this fight is going to be standing fight, and uh, I guarantee when the fight finishes, he will be uh, he will be walking with the crutches. <laughs> nice. What what do you think it is uh, about you specifically that is so different? Because every now and then in MMA we see people who just kind of you know do things differently. They kind of break the mold, and it takes a long time for people to kind of I guess catch up, so to speak, and figure them out. What do you think it is about you that is so different when it comes to your striking in MMA and the way you adapt it? Bro, I I, I was born in the gym. You know, I grew up in the gym. I live in the gym, so. Pretty much, I learned uh, every single move, uh, anything. When we talk about striking, I grew up with karate and uh, was participating in different styles. And then I, then I changed the style, went in sport and went in kickboxing, participated in Muay Thai, 
then now we, uh, I'm in MMA and doing the same thing. So that's what makes me think that I'm a best striker. It's really interesting because in MMA, the evolution of striking is obviously not as far along as in leagues like Glory and the Muay Thai leagues and the Karate leagues. And every so often we see a new technique that fighters will utilize or focus on like fainting or calf kicks, things that have been around for a really long time in kickboxing and Muay Thai. I'm wondering, how do you sort of analyze how far the striking ability has come along in MMA? And when you look at things right now, do you still see a lot of gaps and a lot of opportunities for someone like you to come in and be able to take advantage of those opportunities and gaps and bring in new techniques? Absolutely. Look, Edson Barbosa was like well, one of the best strikers, right? They, they said he's the king of striking inside the UFC. You all guys saw that what happened. Before that was a cop Swanson who, who's been a striking for a long time inside UFC and had some incredible fights. You guys saw what happened to him too. There are much more coming, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm just starting. Uh, and growing up as a fighter, MMA fighter too, so there are a lot of potentials. Do you guys see the new techniques? You guys saw already what's a Kiga kick mean? Now there are some more techniques from the time. And that's, a, I believe that's just a regular regular technique in the real striking. People say, oh, Edson did this, Edson did that. It depends who you do against with, you know. I was with one of the best strikers in the world and uh, proved before I went to MMA. Now I'm in MMA. I just learned how to defend the defend, uh, takedowns. Now things getting easier and easier. Guess what? I was all, also training the Jiu-Jitsu and grappling for past seven years. In seven years, a lot of people get uh, black belt, five years, six years. And I was all doing the same thing. I have my belt, purple belt, but I feel like I know a lot in ground game and jiu-jitsu. And now things are just going to be super easy and easy. Yeah, for sure, man. And speaking of super easy, it hasn't been super easy to enjoy cereal the last few years if you're somebody who likes to take care of themselves. I mean, all the stuff at the shops does taste delicious, but it's full of so much sugar and other crap. What if you could find a nice, easy way to enjoy your favorite cereals without all the excess calories and sugar? Enter Magic Spoon, which is the high-protein, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, wheat-free, naturally-flavored, totally delicious childlike cereal for grown-ups changing the cereal game. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, man. How about this? Zero grams of sugar, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and also only 114 calories. But not to mention, the old-school cereal may taste nice and look cool. What about the feeling that you get after you eat it? Those sugar rushes, the exhausted feeling, that guilty feeling. No more with Magic Spoon. You guys can go on right now and use promo code SUBMISSION at checkout to get $5 off any order. Click the link below, grab a variety pack, and use the promo code SUBMISSION. Get $5 off any order and change your life today. That's right. With summer around the corner, you can keep looking sexy and enjoy your favorite cereals. And while you're trying to look sexy, make sure to get the world's best grooming tool on the market. You don't want to be going to uh, you know the beach this summer with a forest hanging out of your pants. <laughs> Shave your beans. Get ready for summer with the lawnmower 4.0. 7,000 RPM of power. you got the LED light. you got the travel lock. 
with this one that you can turn it off in your bag so it doesn't go off and waste the whole battery. Uh, in the Performance Package 4.0, you get the Lawn Mower, you get the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, you get the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, and the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. But it, I use this all the time. I use it in the shower. And it's not just for your beans. You can shave your face with it. It's got a whole bunch of different guards, so you can basically uh, have the different lengths of your beard or wherever you can shave your back. You can shave your arms. You can shave anywhere where hair grows, and it's got the skin-safe technology, so you never, never cut yourself. Isn't that right, Dennis? Yeah, man. Get some uh, speed stripes down there and get ready for summer. Use the code word submission and get 20% off and free shipping. Change your summer for the best. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, you mention it, you use it in the shower. I use it in the shower. I use it whenever I need it. And it's always charged and ready to go. It's unbelievable technology at Manscaped. Use that promo code submission and get one today. But uh, Giga, you mentioned Max Holloway, but if he doesn't respond, I mean, Yaya Rodriguez, He's someone that's out there. Um, what What is the plan if you don't get Max? Would you go for someone like a Yaya Rodriguez or anybody else in the top 10 division to try and stay active? Or are you drawing a line in the sand? Because I know you like to fight, man. Seven fights in almost two years. I don't think you'd be able to stay yeah. away from that octagon for long. Right. That's right. Um, it's my hobby. Fighting is my hobby. <laughs> it's what I do. I'm really happy that my job is my hobby. So... Yeah, anybody, bro. Like top three, some somebody who makes sense. I'm not just a some street dog who just wants to fight uh, in a street or something. You know, I'm a professional, and I want to get the title shot. And whatever takes me to a title, I'll take it. Out of curiosity, like the way that you like you had the main event last time against edson how far away do you think you are from the title shot because i almost feel like your ranking doesn't really show how close you are to that shot yeah i was top top eight yeah i was top eight uh, top i'm top eight i was top 10. and i finished the guy in the striking where he's the best where he was the best before so i was really hoping to get in, at least in top five. They put me in for top eight. Now the rankings doesn't really do much because you see a lot of times the, somebody from top 10 getting title shots or some, some, some craziness, especially with the COVID time. So I don't know how far I am, but um, I don't think more than one fight I need to get a title. So if somebody called me for straight title, I'll be always a game and I am the game. And uh, if not, maybe one fight. Mm. What do you think the perception is of, of you from the other fighters sort of, you know, ranked ahead of you? Like, do you think you're at a point where it's going to be tough for you to get fights because of the problems that you sort of present in the division? Um, before I answer this question, I want to tell you that I only have a couple of seconds and then I need to go. Yeah, man. Um, Thanks for the interview and your time. And um, uh, about uh, the guys like step ahead uh, in a ranking, like um, Josh Emmett and uh, Allen and all those guys, I give a lot of respect to all of them. But come on, these guys chill. Some people, yeah, Emmett has been uh, injured for forever. Uh, Allen only fight once a year, and some other guys like. Yeah, I never really fight, you know, uh, and they they really play a chess and stuff. 
political game, kind of. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm the I'm the one who you guys need to watch and who who's gonna become you all guys' favorite fighter very soon. Well, we appreciate you turning Submission Radio into the Giga Show, guys. Make sure to follow the man on social media at Knockout Cancer on Instagram and at Giga underscore Chikese on Twitter. And also make sure to keep an eye open for the Knockout Cancer Foundation. Uh, Giga is the founder of the charity. And uh, Giga, just quickly as we wrap, is there anything people need to look out for that's coming from the charity that they can support? Definitely, it's October coming. Uh, October is the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And mm -hmm. we'll be doing the mm, much more things. Uh, so. If somebody wants to join this uh, good cause, we will be welcome to be partner up with. That's it. Jump on support and usher in the Giga era. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Sir.